Hey everybody, uh, Happy New Year from the Once and Future Nerd. Welcome to 2015. Uh, I am here as uh, that... Uh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, don't edit this. This is... That was yeah, alright. So, my name's Christian. I am the director and co-creator of the Once and Future Nerd, and I'm not good at public speaking on uh, Sunday mornings, um, <laughs> which is why I'm not an actor. Um, and I'm joined by Zach Glass, who is uh, my co-creator, co-producer, and we're also here uh, with Dan Dabransky, uh, one of our wonderful voice actors who plays uh, a whole bunch of uh, male roles in the show, most notably uh, Ardell Redmore and General Treft. Welcome, Dan. Hello, hello. Thank you. How's it going? Ah, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm keeping warm yeah. slightly. Yeah. Um, for those of you not currently in the Northeast or of the United States, uh, stay, stay away. It is <laughs> uh, so cold right now. Nobody's losing limbs or anything, which yeah, is good. That's or good. at least it's not being reported in the news. Right. So. Yeah. I took a picture yesterday, though. I saw a building with, like, a leak coming out of some vent on the side that just froze before oh, it reached the ground. Oh, God. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, is it? I assume it's as bad in Boston as it is in New York. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. It's not. It's not cool. Um, but it's so, very, very cool. Yeah. Too cool. <laughs> it's too cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was that? What was that news story? It was it in uh, Washington or or where was it that like they decided to go to school? Um, they decided to like not have a snow day when they probably should have had a snow day, and like eighteen school buses crashed, and like no one was seriously injured, but a bunch of students were minorly injured, and they just like all took to Twitter to like tear their school a new asshole for <laughs> not having awful. a snow day <laughs> yeah yeah i know snow brings out interesting things in people because there's yeah. that one year that new york was completely snowed over cabs were stuck in the street yeah and ever since then there's an indication of snow suddenly they send out 500 snow trucks yeah they yeah kind of over overdo it now yeah yeah um, it's better than the other way though true yeah, it's better than being snowed in. All right, so before we uh, before we get down to the uh, the juicy stuff, uh, what did everybody? Uh, what's everyone been doing this week? What did you read? What did you watch? Listen to? Play? Whatever. Let's see. I've actually been watching. Uh, what is that? Black Mirror. Everybody seemed to be talking about that. I don't know where. What is what is that about? I've I've seen like headlines, but I haven't. I don't know anything about it. It's basically like the Twilight Zone, okay. except it's specifically about how technology has affected society. Oh, that's cool. So is is it's like a is it like a horror anthology? Show? Yeah, yeah. It's really, really weird. They're like the very first episode is because it's a European show, uh-huh. and like a senator, they there's like um, what is it? Kind of like a. They kidnap the queen, like the princess, uh-huh. and they say, we'll return the princess, we'll kill her unless you fuck a pig on public television. God. <laughs> yeah. That, so I'm like watching it, I'm like, this is amazingly horrible. 
I can't watch it, but I have to. <laughs> and then, did they? I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, no, every episode is completely different. It's set up the same way as The Twilight Zone. Hmm. But, uh, That's cool. yeah, it's, it's, it's well done. Nice. Nice. Zach, what have you been into this week? I've been listening to this book, audiobook called Tigana by okay. Guy Gavriel K. Guy Gavriel K. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But at the moment, I can't tell. I'm getting more, I'm more sympathetic towards the bad guys than the good guys. Okay. And I can't tell if that's the point or if it's just bad. Right. <laughs> like, they... Either it's going to be a big surprising twist that you're supposed to like the bad guys and I'm way ahead of the times, or it's just not done right. Right. <laughs> and I can't I can't tell yet. Okay. How so, far into the, the thing are you? I'm like three quarters of the way. Like, it's okay. been a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that might have been a spoiler if anyone's planning on reading this book. Sorry. But <laughs> I, think, I think they'll survive. <laughs> it's apparently, I think the guy who wrote it somehow like participated in the writing of the Silmarillion. Okay. So that's I guess something. Yeah, that is know. something. It it's was recommended certain... to me and at the moment I'm not sure I would go ahead and recommend it to someone right. else, but Right. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I had that I had that same experience seeing uh seeing Inherent Vice um in theater like I convinced um I convinced Jess, who, if you're new to the show, she's my fiance and a, and a co-producer. Um, I convinced her and a friend of hers who was kind of hanging out with us while she was in town, I convinced them to go see Inherent Vice with me. And I hadn't read the book or, like, I just read the reviews um, of of the, the movie and I really wanted to see it. And I enjoyed it a lot, but I don't think I can recommend it to anybody it's just um it's one of the weirdest like mainstream movies that i've ever seen and i didn't know what was uh, happening for most of it which i think was intentional but that'll also like you'll lose the audience if you do that mm. um but i've also been reading uh, i'm almost done with uh the blind assassin by margaret atwood um which I definitely recommend. Um, it's a little. It's also a little hard to follow, but there is a definite. Like it's not as it won't throw you for a loop the way Inherent Vice will. It's just like there's a story within a story within a story. Um, but Atwood is just such a great writer. So if you if you've never read any Margaret Atwood, I really recommend uh, Blind Assassin and uh, Handmaid's Tale. Are both awesome books. Her books are on my to read pile. But yeah. my to read piles too big yeah yeah mine too yeah zach got me a christmas present that i have no idea when i'm gonna read <laughs> yeah that's fair it was the name of the wind it's a good book yeah i that's been on my to read list uh for a while mostly because zach has kept telling me i need to read it and then he finally just bought it for me so now it's like one less step for me to go and actually read it but i still need to like actually get to it on my reading list It'll take a little while. It's not the quickest of reads. Mm. So, just just as a warning. Fair. 
Um, but it's really yeah. good. I've, I've, I, my, my reading list is pretty much my bills these days. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've always tried to be a, a bigger reader. I think I've read, <laughs> what was it? The Hitchhiker's Guide yeah. series like four times, <laughs> but I like made the mistake and I've been told this too of people who are want to start trying to read their certain books that you usually shouldn't. Right. And one of them is Don Quixote. Yep, that would be. <laughs> and yeah. so I, I got like three quarters of the way through and I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I just hate reading, you guys. Reading is so bad. If this is what reading is like. <laughs> and I like the story. Right. You, you see the, the show. Someone's got to be performing that show somewhere, right? I like that show. It's yeah. much better yeah. than yeah. the book. It goes by a lot quicker than than yeah. the book. I've never, I had never seen this. The, the I didn't know there was a show. Yeah, uh, Man of La Mancha, right? That was. Yeah. We made a joke about that at some point. Oh, in the, you mean the movie? Well, there's. Was it a musical first, or was it a? Um, I have no idea. I'm talking I, completely. Out I of my assumed ass. it was a musical first, but I guess I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because you, you've seen the document. It's like a documentary about the movie that Terry Gilliam was trying to make. Oh, I didn't know that. That no, could have been cool. That. Yeah, they were talking about how it's this big cursed movie. Nobody's ever been able to <laughs> shoot it. And huh. Terry Gilliam, you know, he's one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. He is like my favorite director. One of yeah. Them. And, uh, you know, he had like Johnny Depp in it, of course. And uh, there were just all these gigantic problems. Yeah. Like nature was not letting them make the movie <laughs> so instead of making the movie they put out this documentary what's the uh what's the documentary called what's well, called it's the man of la mancha oh okay i believe I'll have, to, I'll have to check that out um i need to get around to seeing uh 12 monkeys i've never seen 12 monkeys but uh oh god i'm gonna sound like such a hipster here um just go to the zoo yeah shut up <laughs> you fired hey you can't get fired for dad jokes <laughs> such a dad joke <laughs> um, yeah no there's like oh god i can't believe i'm saying this there's um there's a like a, an experimental french short uh called <laughs> la jete uh by chris marker uh and that was that was the basis um for for 12 monkeys um and i loved that when i had to watch it in uh in film school it's like when you watch a lot of experimental stuff like for a class or something you latch on to anything that even remotely has a story um and (laughs) la jete definitely has a story and it's told almost exclusively in still images it's cool it's on um it's on hulu plus if you have hulu plus so if you want to kill like 20 minutes and um like feel like a snob uh you should check out la jete did you make me watch it once um i don't know i know i made one friend uh watch it and they fell asleep um but that i promise been me <laughs> it's it's good you should uh it's cool um drink like if you're like pepped up and like have the energy check it out okay um but all right so i'm gonna pull a uh I'm going to pull a segue from like six minutes back in this conversation when uh, Zach said he's reading a book where, what is it, uh, you like the villains better than the uh, heroes. That's a that's a good segue because uh, Dan plays most of our major um, 
antagonists so far. So, uh, Dan, <laughs> I wonder if you want to, yeah, if you wanted to talk um, a little bit about what what that's like, and then we can uh, go into some more detail about the individual characters. Well, it's it's always fun when you get to play villains because a lot of the times, I feel especially if you're a character actor, mm-hmm. those require a lot of more work and a lot it's it's in a lot of play i guess Hmm. but also i i I don't know and this is me but i've always felt that even in very dramatic pieces the villain is always somehow a bit of the comic relief that's interesting like how, how do you mean well it's it's in that they have a different perspective you know and it's Mm. like every villain what they really do and this is it's it they actually a lot of the times are almost the hero you know it's kind of like talking about how in batman Mm -hmm. batman is actually the bad guy right because he's helping all the politicians and all this dirty stuff go on right and like the joker he's trying he's for the everyman right or at least yeah i mean like at least trying to like at least he's trying to actually tear down like a monstrous system yeah like it's not that his system wouldn't be any less monstrous but like yeah i was just i was thinking about batman the other day because they were talking about it on like the cracked podcaster or something but like it's kind of nuts that bruce wayne has like all this money and is like all right what can i do to like help my city and he's like i know i'll like dress up scary and like beat the shit out of the mentally ill and nobody's like somebody (laughs) please stop batman (laughs) except the villains like (laughs) and i love batman but i was like what why why is why aren't more good people i mean trying to stop batman (laughs) to be fair he's not like indiscriminately going after the mentally ill it's not like (laughs) He's knocking on mental institutions right. and it's true. tearing people down. He's specifically targeting the ones who are also hurting people. That's true. But, like, his solution is not... Like, he could build so many great mental health care facilities. Like, like he could pay for everyone's, like, mental health care in Gotham City. And he's like, no, I'm just going to punch him. Yeah. <laughs> be a kung fu master and just beat the shit out of people. Um, or what he could do. I was thinking about this the other day because I hit a bad pothole last week. Yeah. He could just, like, go around fixing shit. Right. Like, use all his money to make it so there's no potholes in the road. There's so much he could do. That doesn't involve pummeling people with his fists. But then the comics wouldn't have been able to have the right, it would be a much zap. more boring, <laughs> much more boring comic book. Um, yeah. yeah, we well, got off a, on a tangent there. Sorry. Dan. Well, no, it's it's kind of, but that ties into what I was just thinking though, because that's another thing is like villains are the most necessary part of almost like most stories. That's true. You know, because yeah. otherwise it would be just somebody living their life. Right. Which I know some people try to tell those stories and it's a certain, only a certain kind of audience can watch that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I'm not huge into like all the graphic novels. I know people who know every and any like comic that's out there. Yeah. And I know there's a bunch that people have written and it's just people like doing their everyday thing and yeah. having just little comments to make yeah i would have a hard time getting through that like 
Like if I'm gonna sit down for a story, like I want, I want like conflict. Mm-hmm. And I was reading something recently, and now I can't remember at all what it was, so that's going to make it a bad story to tell. But <laughs> like halfway through the book, the the main character who you've been following the whole time realizes that from anyone else's perspective, his group is the bad guy. Like right. He's trying to, like, you think he's the good guy because you're following him, and then halfway through you realize if you had the outside perspective, this guy is kind of a dick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it, it is interesting. And that's always, I mean, that's always what, like, George R. R. Martin is always talking about, right? That, like, every, you know, every villain needs to be, like, the hero of their own story, you know? Right. Um, like, in, <laughs> actually, oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, I do a lot of uh, improv and sketch uh-huh. comedy stuff. And I actually had a practice yesterday where I had a scene where I was a, sh- a, g- a show host. Uh-huh. And I was interviewing this, um, you know, evil villain. Okay. And he, he he was totally, I was like his hero. <laughs> he thought, I, and so I'm interviewing him, asking him, it's like, so, you know, what are like the most current, uh, you know, disasters you're you're planning, right. <laughs> and he was talking about all these bombs. He's like, "All right, great," and I take off my suit and I end up being a superhero, <laughs> and I fly out. And he's like, "No, my hero is a hero." It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's funny. I like that. Yeah, it's good. It's a nice little moment. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I guess you play you play two villains who from from our point of view, writing them are, are very different, but do you want to talk about um, kind of the differences between uh, Ardell Redmore and, and General Traft? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, totally different backgrounds. You know, Traft comes from all the people. You know, he's one of the commoners. You know, he's uh, he also has a very tough past as far as his family. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I don't do I am I worried about spoiling anything? Uh, like talking about who his how he was born? Uh, no, I, I think no. That was aired already, right? Yeah, that was aired, so we can yeah we can go. Yeah. If, if you're not well, caught up point. on the show, uh, get on top of your fucking game and uh, listen <laughs> yeah, to come on, people. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Traft is like you know his his mother was raped by orcs. And- we should clarify uh, for anyone who's really keeping score at home that. Um, uh, Traft's uh, mother was allegedly raped by orcs. That is the the like popular story, and it's but it's a story that uh, Traft's mother herself does not say is the case. So he was raised that way, and he has the perspective of kind of a, a rough group of people, you know. So he was always looked at differently. Where Ardell comes from, royalty, and he's a total shit. <laughs> you know like the things right. he want to do he wants to do it, it's for himself you know he likes playing games with people constantly he's torturing his sister yeah you know i mean he's he's evil yes but it's funny that you know it's like you because you're saying the villains and and maybe it's because i am the character but i never felt of traft as a villain per se right but you feel that way about ardell Yes, totally. So, just to because um, Ardell Redmore is such an awful, terrible human being, 
Um, when we were talking with Greg last week, he was or a couple of weeks ago. He was saying about how when he has some of like the the fill in characters and he has to talk about or like say awful things, he feels really bad about them. Do you like? feel bad or like guilty for having to say the things that Ardell Redmore says? Well, I don't because it's not me (laughs) first (laughs) off, but I mean, it's part of, you know, it's, it, it doesn't because it's part of the story, Hmm. you know? So as horrible as things can be, it's still the writers trying to prove a point and they use every character to prove that point. Hmm. So if you're saying horrible things, it doesn't mean you are that person. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's it's easy for me to detach myself mm-hmm. unless I wrote it. Right. You know? I see. So so you're pinning it on, pinning it on us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. right under the bus. Right Absolutely. Under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, it doesn't. It's it's like I said, it's just part of the story. So if if he didn't say those things, he wouldn't be the same character. Right. You know, the worse things he says, the more you dislike him. Yeah, yeah. Right. We want to dislike him. So, if he ever has some comeuppance, it'll be all that much more wonderful. Exactly. Not that that's a spoiler or anything. Right. (laughs) Just saying, like, (laughs) hypothetically. Um, All right, so then I guess um, if you're talking about... um, you know, not feeling like Treft is uh, a villain, but you know, obviously feeling like Ardell is a villain. Um, what what is something that you? What are some things you don't like about uh, Treft? And is there anything that you have found to like about Ardell? Because I still have a hard time with that. <laughs> Liking Ardell? Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't like him, but like. I'm honestly sitting here right now, and maybe this is my shortcoming as a writer, but I'm struggling to, like, name one redeeming quality that Ardell has. Well, I hate to say, Well, he's got—he's—he's he's twisted, but in that he has this sense of humor that makes him laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's because, like, you know, like I was saying, um, Traft is not— just about himself right where ardell is 100 percent about himself but that's what happens when you're you know come from that world sometimes if you weren't raised properly or yeah or there's just something mentally wrong with you yeah which, which is kind of what his deal is there is something wrong with him yeah you know so in that you almost can feel sorry for him not that you would right but you know he he doesn't he knows what he's doing is wrong, or does he? Yeah, yeah I guess it depends on how he defines wrong. Yeah, he well, probably there's nobody doesn't. To... Sorry, go ahead. Oh go... Well, no, you go for it. What I was gonna it? say he probably doesn't think of it as wrong because he probably thinks that like whatever he wants to do, he's entitled to do because of his position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he takes such joy in it that I don't know if he can see it as wrong yeah it's true but i mean he's he's killing people to take their position yeah you know yeah but then again i mean like in a in a history of like a a feudal system that does Mm -hmm. happen all the time just to play devil's advocate i mean that that happens all the time he's doing it in a particularly 
um, malicious way and we're watching him you know delight in it at every step of the way which makes him seem you know extra terrible but like you know that killing someone to take their status is something that could happen all the time you know yeah but it's the king it's like how That's true because he, he, he must be i, I don't I've never actually thought like is he a, is he in super intelligent? Because right. it's like how do you get away with that? Right. You figure people would find out. Yeah. And yet throughout this, nobody's really, you know, the people who know know. Right. Which is really only one person saw it practically. Yeah, you know, the people who are around. Did. There's a few. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a few. But everybody else is going off of you know their word. Right, he did have to twist a few arms. So those people, like, was it he bribed the the one guy and threatened the other guy's daughter? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they must know something is up because he's threatening them or whatever. Right, yeah. I think I mean, the head, the head priest is probably clueless. <laughs> yeah, head priest. <laughs> but yeah, but that can be useful. That like that, you know, not. I'm not. I swear I'm not saying this is what's going to happen, but just, like, someone who, like, you trick into helping you out by, like, manipulating their religious beliefs. Like, if something else comes along that then suggests things in the other direction based on their religious beliefs, you're going to be, like, hoisted by your own petard there. That's true. Well, we just dissected... Ardell for a pretty long while. So, oh, do you have any talk. thoughts about Traft? Oh Traft. yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is Traft is kind of like a big jock in a way. <laughs> you know, because I've it's never like, thought of him. I'm interested to hear this now. Well, no, it's like you know that whole thing with um, uh, I'm trying to remember uh, uh, the guy that Paul was playing. Uh. Oh, Smith. 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 Yeah. Yes, yeah, Smith the Smith. He like you know he's like joking around with him. I feel like there is like a bunch of football players, uh, you know, and they're bringing in the new guy. Yeah. Mm. And they're yeah. you know they're kind of razzing him and picking on him, but then sharing all these stories. So you know like they're just kind of a bunch of big uh, athletes, whatever. I don't know. That's a weird way to say it. But you know they're. <laughs> They're military. But, He's a military guy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a good... I think there is something uh, to that. Yeah. And, you know, he's dangerous because he he can manipulate people. But yeah. in the, you know, the work that I've done with him so far, it doesn't... You know, it's still coming from a place of... You know, it, it ends up being a lot of revenge, maybe. Yeah. For Well, definitely. But he's has people who look up to him and respect him. Yeah. Nobody, you know, people are scared of him because of what he can do. But, you know, when he's when you're with him on your own, he seems like he's very personable. Yeah. Which yeah. makes him a lot more human. Right. Then, you know, than Ardell. Ardell. Yeah. Ardell is like he's he's not human. <laughs> but nope. no. But Traft, you know, and and he has, you know, there's a history behind him, and you know, he's he's majestic in his own way, and he's worked really hard to get where he is. Yeah, you know, so in that, you know, but unfortunately, that involves a lot of killing people. 
Yeah. But, you know, in that world that they live in, that's kind of how it works. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that part isn't Traft's fault. No. He's he's a product of his times. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that, that's been used to excuse a lot, so I guess it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's always gets, it always gets tricky, but um, hopefully he's, um, he's layered enough to make this kind of uh, dissection worthwhile. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's had, he's had love in his life, you know, he's, he's not an all-around bad person, he's just had been very unfortunate with some of the things that have gone on around him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So in that, it's, you can have a certain amount of sympathy, and he, you know, and he talks about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because up to now, like going, because like, it's so fun to talk about Ardell, but uh-huh. <laughs> you know, there, you don't really know that much about his history yet. Right. You just know what he's done. Yeah. Which. But if <laughs> the sum of which is awful. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't done one nice thing for anyone. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um. Dan, before uh, before we go, do you have anything? Um, do you have anything you want to uh, plug for the for the people listening? You're uh, you were in a web series um, a little while back. Is that uh, is that available for for viewing? It's on Vimeo, mm-hmm. and it's called The Clan, and it's directed by Sean Tracy. Okay, uh, I play a character called Shirtless. Nice, and uh, the whole idea of it is the power goes out, and people turn into what they turn into you know um, post-apocalypse type thing basically a cool. lot of what sean tracy likes to do is post-apocalyptic type work cool and uh it's just the the pilot and he's hoping to write more so hopefully in the summer we'll we'll do another one cool cool, um, cool. there's that and then uh, i'm on a sketch team over at magnet theater mm-hmm. and uh, we have a show next sunday it's our season premiere nice. of the new team. We have two new people, and uh, that's at seven thirty on Sunday at Magnet Theater, which is at uh, what is that Eighth Avenue and thirty twenty ninth Street. Yeah, that's Sunday the eighteenth. Yes. Okay. Just cool. in case our audience listens, yeah. you know, later. Yeah, don't I think confuse them. This uh, this interview is probably being released on the on the eighteenth. Any well? Oh. Oh right. Um, Okay, I have I have some, one other thing that I could plug then <laughs> that is on the 25th. Okay. I could do that. Yeah, uh, go for it. Uh, and again, this is uh, at Magnet Theater. I'm mm-hmm. part of a video group. Oh, nice. And we're sh- premiering our third season of videos uh, on the 25th at Magnet Theater at 6 o'clock. It's a free screening, and it's probably only about a 30-minute show. But it's amazing work. I work with amazing people there. Cool. cool. All right, so everybody, if you're in if you're in New York and around on uh, Sundays, go check out uh, Dan's work at uh, Magnet Theater. Um, Dan, thanks so much uh, oh, for hopping you. on with us. You know it. Uh, and yeah, uh, everybody, uh, have a have a great week. And um, for everyone listening at home, uh, we will be back with the premiere of 
chapter eight, uh, which is called Evil Untold. And we'll be, be back with that uh, the first weekend in February. Oh, and one last thing. Um, if you all remember, the end of chapter seven ended with kind of a bit of a cliffhanger. So if you have guesses, thoughts about what's going to happen next, run over to our Reddit. There's a, a post discussing what's going to ha- Well, starting a discussion about what's going to happen next. So if you have ideas, feel free to jump over there and share them with the world yeah that's uh r slash once in future nerd uh reddit.com slash r slash uh once in future nerd is our subreddit it's our uh official discussion forum and uh zach and i are both moderators there so you should check it out if you want to get yeah. more involved with the uh minutia of the show it, it's uh gonna be pretty fun if uh, people start participating yep All right, everyone. Uh, Thanks for listening, and uh, have a great week. Bye. Bye.